Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's what's cooking on the day. Sports Stove Local Hour. We're going to be talking about the transfer portal. All the big announcements this week from EKU Men's Hoops uh, and who is leaving the program. We're also going to talk uh, EKU Women's Basketball with the one and only Bria Bass. And we're going to talk EKU Baseball. We've got catcher Will King on the program today. That's what's cooking on the day's Sports Stove Local Hour. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome into an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. we got all kinds of stuff to talk about today, uh, and a lot going on within the world of EKU Athletics. Again, we are sponsored by IPM Pest and Termite, and uh, it's that time of year where the ants are starting to come out. You're going to see them around, and as you do, you need to get a hold of IPM Pest and Termite. They will take care of all your needs. Uh, so make sure that you get a hold of them. You can find more information at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. And make sure you let them know that the sports stove sent them. Uh, so today we've got all kinds of stuff to talk about. We're going to start off by talking about uh, EKU men's basketball. So much going on uh, in the news when it comes to EKU men's basketball right now as three players have announced that they are leaving the program. The first one is Jamaru Brown. Now, Jamaru is not leaving the program so much. He did graduate. He is going to play one more year elsewhere, but uh, uh, him entering the transfer portal is is expected, I would say. Um, we we talked to Jamaru on the program back in December, and uh, you know I felt like even then that the decision was kind of already made that this was his last year at EKU. I don't know that for certain. That's just an opinion. But uh, nonetheless, uh, they honored him on senior night. And I think that was kind of the uh, sign that we all needed, right? That uh, uh, his time at EKU was going to be done. He'll go look to, to move somewhere else for his final year as a grad transfer and uh, play one more season elsewhere. I'll be interested to see where he ends up. He's uh, uh, you know, a player that can uh, bring immediate offense to a team. He's going to, you know, I think that his best fit is a team that needs, desperately needs scoring, um, where he can have the ball in his hands a lot. And uh, the team that, 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 you know, Coach Hamilton put together on the court this year, they needed to be able to move the ball. 
And uh, and I would assume next year that's kind of the plan as well. So uh, it makes sense for Jamar to go somewhere else and try to play one more year elsewhere. But he gave um, his his entire undergraduate career to EKU, and and I know that there are positive feelings from the basketball program uh, about Jamaru. They love Jamaru and uh, and are excited for what the future holds for him. Two other players announced that they are entering the transfer portal: Tariq Balligan and Kirk Lewis. Uh, let's start with Reek. Um, you know, Reek is one of those guys. I think the expectation, especially outside the program, was really high uh, for uh, Tyreek. And and it just this year did not go as they hoped that it would um, for, for him. There was definitely this uh, portion of the season where, where they thought, man, we could really use his size. He came in, he gave us a couple, you know, good rounds in the game and uh, rebounds and block shots or, or, or making the, the offense adjust their shot, those kinds of things. And they needed that, but they needed it consistently from him. They did not get it. Now, he was injured uh, for a good part of the season as well. Um, and I don't know. I don't, I don't know any details behind uh, his transfer, but I was a little surprised by that one. I thought that the role that he could have on next year's team could be a pretty significant role, um, especially if he improved over the summer and things like that. But uh, he has chosen to look elsewhere uh, there. And then Kurt, this one hurts. Um, CJ, Kurt Lewis. Whew, you know, I was really looking forward to next year. I was thinking, okay, you've got Cooper Rob, you've got Michael Moreno, you've got uh, Tate Blanton and Kurt Lewis. I thought that was kind of the four that the core that was going to be back on this on the court next year could play, um, give them some bulk, give them some shooting, give them some uh, driving ability, all that kind of stuff that Kurt can do. And uh, and he announces he's leaving, and and that really did surprise me a little bit. Uh, and again, I'm outside the program, not inside the program, so. I don't know everything obviously going on or anything like that. And I did not ask for comment from the program on this either. We we would do want to have a end of season wrap up with the basketball coaches and, and uh, maybe we'll have an opportunity to talk a little bit about that. I don't know that they would share a whole lot, but uh, I really thought Kurt could be a key piece to next year's team. And, uh, and I'm sad to see him go. Uh, he was a valuable part of this year's team as well. And there was improvement. If you listen to our interview with Steve Lepore, uh, the assistant basketball coach just a couple of episodes ago, he talked about Kurt in that in that interview and and how much he's grown and uh, and I really feel like he could have been a huge piece next year. So now uh, it's time to reload, right? Aw, Coach Hamilton has to uh, reload this roster. Now he's got some talented pieces, obviously still here. Um, he's bringing in some really talented incoming freshmen as well. So. Um, you know, there's things there, but they're still going to have to find a few people to come in and play a significant role on next year's team. So who will that be? Will they reload? How will they reload? Uh, I'm excited to see it all play out and see exactly uh, the pieces that they put together for uh, this team as well. So a little bit of a sad, sobering week uh, at EKU right now with the uh, the transfer news coming out. but. Um, we have some positive things to look at as well. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk EKU women's basketball. We're bringing back Bria Bass to the show. And uh, Bria, we talked to her earlier in the season. And uh, now that her playing career is over, we wanted to chat with her about it as well. So excited to bring that to you. But first, 
Let's hear a word from our sponsors, IPM Pest and Termites. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer and IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. EKU women's basketball. I could argue that they had a very good year. First year under Coach Greg Todd. Uh, they did not make it past the uh, conference, obviously. They won their first game in the tournament, lost to Liberty. Um, but that being said, this was a year that the roster got put together very late because of the new coaching hire. And uh, there was a lot of question marks coming into the season. What would this team look like? How would they perform? How would they come together? And although Coach Todd was a very important piece to that, uh, one of the other maybe most important pieces to that, I think at least, was the senior leadership, especially the leadership of Bria Bass. And uh, Bria played her heart out this season. Coach Todd told us just a couple weeks ago that uh, he felt like this was her best season of her career. We asked Bria about that and more. Here's the interview with Bria Bass presented by uh, all around roofing Kentucky. We'll get to more about them in just a moment. Uh, but now let's get you the interview with Bria Bass. We're joined now by EKU senior, I guess. Uh, Bria <laughs> Bass, she's all done with her basketball career at EKU, but she joins us again. Bria, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Definitely. You know, we talked to you early in the season, and uh, let me ask you this. how How did the season end as far as um, overall, do you think it ended on a good note? Yeah, I definitely would say overall, I feel like it ended on a good note. Um, I think, you know, coming from where the program was and versus like how we ended and where it's going to be in the future, I feel like we've made strides definitely in the right direction a lot this season. Um, that people may or may not have seen um, to us, we definitely have grown and they have such a talented young group that they're bringing back. So the future is definitely bright for them. How would you say coach has done and the coaching staff, not just coach Todd with, you know, cause they, they were in the mindset of building a program basically uh, when they came in this year, but also trying to accomplish the goals this year and not just looking to the future but trying to work with what was there now. How do you think Coach Todd and the staff did with that this year? Um, I think he did really well. Um, he relied on his seniors a lot. You know, we worked Aliyah back into the system after her coming off her ACL injury last year. And once she was able to find a groove and got back in the system and in the starting five, I felt like we were just rolling. Um, I think the three seniors that we did have, me, Jay, Jayla, and Aliyah, um, were – basically leaders on the team and the younger kids looked up to us. So I think the pieces that he did bring in with the freshmen and the pieces that he decided to keep off of last year's team actually worked well together. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's funny with coach Todd, he was talking about, about, I guess it was end of the, the year, December into January. He was talking about Ilea and how important she would be once she was healthy and able to be back on the court regularly 
And it definitely showed there at the end of the season uh, how important she was to your team because she brought something that was missing really this year as a whole, and that was some size underneath, some height and length and things like that Mm -hmm. underneath. Um, How excited were you to be able to finish out the year with her healthy? I was very excited. Um, You know, when I had got the whole new coach with Coach Sam and she brought Aliyah in, we were like a dynamic duo at the four and five. And then it was just a bummer having her gone last year with the ACL tear. But once she got back on the court this year, I was excited to have her back on there because the passes that I throw to her, I know she's going to go get, you know, score and I get assists off of her. And so we just had that chemistry that we had the first year um, of her coming in of us just playing off each other. I know I got a rebounding buddy because if I don't get it, then she's going to get it. If she doesn't get it, then I'll get it. So it was just like good because I know I had extra help around me. Definitely. And we're going to talk more about you in a second, but I do want to ask you about Jayla also. And Jayla kind of had to transition positions a little bit this year as coach asked her to be more of a wing player this year Mm -hmm. than what she was in the past. Um, Obviously, Jayla is a very emotional player, but uh, she brought a lot to the team as well. And a lot of good things came from her. And I, I know it's you hate to end your playing career uh here at EKU but uh how how nice was it to be able to go out with Jayla as well um I think it's it was great Jayla's like my best friend on the team ever since she got here um we've just been close ever since and I feel like if anybody can talk her down when she's all emotional then you know it will be me and we just kind of like me and Aliyah how we feed off each other, me and Jella feed off each other. So if I'm having an off game, then I know she's going to have an on game. If she's having an off game, then I know I'm going to have an on game. So it was just good, you know, playing with her and definitely seeing her grow from last year to this year. It's been a major, you know, 360, 180, the whole nine yards, whatever you want to call it. But she's definitely made so many good strides this year, and I'm very proud of her, and I can't wait to see what the future holds. Now, Coach Todd said of you, he said he thought this was your best season. And now, obviously, he's only been here one season, so um, you know maybe that's why he thinks that. But do you think this was your best season? Um, and how pleased were you with this your final season as a as a player? I definitely think this was my best season by far of being here. Um, not only was I, you know, confident throughout the season, I felt like consistent wise was a big deal for me coming in as a freshman and like over the course of the years but I think this season I was more consistent you know scoring rebounding and everything and I really stepped up the aspect of leading this team in the direction that we wanted to go so I'm very proud of myself and how this season ended for me yeah it's fun it's you know it's fun to see watching you guys and I told coach Todd this as well but I've said it all season long you know you guys don't get the hype the girls team doesn't that the guys mm-hmm. get. But I really felt like you all were as or more entertaining to watch the effort that you guys gave on the floor, uh, the love you had for each other. It was very evident. And to me, I thought it made for great basketball. I was I was really hoping there would be a little better attendance in some of the games this year. <laughs> but I, I thought – I just shout out to you guys. I thought you guys put out a product on the floor that is well worth – the investment of the community to come out and support. And I think it's a great building block moving forward. Um, I want to ask you about some of those, those girls that'll be back next year. You know, you had Bree and Emma uh, and Aliche who played a lot of minutes throughout the season. 
they're obviously, as far as I know, all back next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Kara who came on strong. I, I kept asking coach throughout the season, when is she going to get more minutes? And uh, <laughs> towards the end of the season, she started to get more minutes, started to be more effective in her play. And you talked about already what they have in place for the future is bright. Um, but what about those girls specifically stands out to you as, yeah, this is a something they can definitely build on. I think, you know, them just coming in as freshmen or like underclassmen, you know, not playing as much. And some of them having to go through a whole different coaching change versus me going through two coach changes. So it was just like, you know, easier for me. But I think them just, you know, battling adversity throughout this entire season. Um, Coming here, first of all, from high school to college is very, very different. So I'm really proud of the freshmen and how they adapted and I feel like they just took the fight that the seniors had and it just was instilled into them. So I, that's how I just know that the future is right because they are a group of resilient young women. Like it's amazing to see. And I feel like it'll definitely carry on in the future because we've established this solid foundation of this is what EKU women's basketball is going to be about. This is how we're going to play. Whenever you play us, this is what you're going to get day in and day out. And so I just feel like as long as they stick to that foundation and everything that we've taught them this year, they'll be great. Uh, Coach Todd, I asked you before the season or during the season when we had John before about Coach Todd and that transition, and you explained about how well he was with the transitioning into the new team. But I want to talk a little about the staff as well. Uh, let's start with Coach Matt. Um, I think Jayla may have said it best all of all the interviews I did this year. She said, Coach Matt is just Coach Matt. Um, so I don't know what that means, um, but tell us about him a little bit. It sounds like he's been pretty influential in, in, in a lot of these, a lot of the girls on the team and, and, uh, his, his impact on the, on the staff. Definitely. You know, Coach Matt is just Coach Matt. What you see is what you get. He's chill, laid back, but when he needs to rah-rah, he's going to rah-rah, but then bring it back down just like Coach Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach Matt is just, he just has passion for the game. And he just wants us to succeed so bad that it just drives him crazy sometimes. I swear up and down because he's he looks at us like, what are y'all doing? Like, get it together. Like, I just wish I could play for y'all. But, no, he's always positive. You know, he's never going to steer you in the wrong direction. Um, I know it's times that when we were playing games, he's like, you can do this, take her this way, do this spin move, and I guarantee you're going to score. I'll go down, literally score. I'm like looking at him like, all right, so you know what you're talking about, sir. But, no, he's just cool. He's a great person overall, and I just love Coach Matt. All right. Let's talk about uh, Abby Owings. Uh, She's a small package, but uh, (laughs) it seems like she packs a punch. Uh, Definitely a small package that packs a punch. (laughs) Um, She is the energy, literally the energy from the first day I met her in the summer to the end of the season full of energy, nonstop moving. I'm like, I'm tired. You're not tired because I know you're tired. Like, you're yelling at us day in, day out. Like, I know you're tired if I'm tired. But, you know, she just brings the energy and the positive attitude and the just the spirit of this whole entire team. And then Coach Brown, I don't know what – no, I don't know what y'all call her, uh, Coretta Brown. Uh, <laughs> she has the history, right? I um, mean, she mm-hmm. has the resume that you look at and you've got to be able to immediately respect what, what she's done. Uh, in, in her past career, and then what she's doing now in her career as well. Um, she seems to me like the um, the one that can really get someone's attention. And this is just looking from the outside in. Uh, mm-hmm. During the game, it's, it, when she talks, it, I mean, it, 
players make eye contact. <laughs> she's she's definitely getting getting to people. Uh, what about what about her? Uh, what what does she do for the team? Coach B definitely is the, you know, enforcer. That's what I would consider her as. Like when she talks, like you said, everybody listens, is silent in the gym, all eyes are on her. Um, I feel like she's the one that when we're up and, you know, celebrating a little too much, she's the one that rings us back in. Or at the same time when we're down and she knows that we're, we can do better and we can get back in the game and win, like she's the one that will bring us together. Like, let's do this. Let's go. Y'all know what y'all have to do. Just so, just go out and do it. And at the same time, I feel like how she played on the WNBA level and at a high level in college as well. She just brings experience and overall, like I love film sessions with her because we literally will sit down and break down and analyze each movement. And she's like, "Well, did you go around her or did you go through her to try to score?" And I'll be like, "I went around her." And she was like, "Next time, try to go through her, and I guarantee, like you know, it'll be a basket." Or like defensive wise, you should be in this position, that position. Like she makes sure that everybody is moving as a unit when we're on the court. I love it. I love it. Did I miss anybody? I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's a great staff. It's exciting to see. Now, is, is the plan still the last time I heard you speak at a post-game press conference? You said the plan is still for you to be a GA next year. Is that is that the plan? Um. Yes, it is. Okay. Well, I you know, I always said that once I left, you know, college basketball, I was not going to miss it. I said that for years, but then after we finished the last game, I'm like, it's haven't even been 24 hours yet. Like, and I miss playing basketball already. So, you know, I'm still going to work out with the team. I do want to be a GA just so I can help them out for another year and, you know, just be around because we do have that bond. Like, I think none of the girls, all of the girls have texted me like, please don't go, please don't go stay here forever. I'm like, I cannot stay here forever. Like I just can't play with y'all no more, but I'm definitely going to work out with them. Um, I'm considering possibly maybe, you know, thinking about overseas if that's a choice but if not then I'll definitely go to nursing school but I'll just practice with the girls just so I can stay in shape because I can't I can't lose my athletic body (laughs) uh Bria you've had a great career at EKU uh I know the season didn't end the way you wanted it to but I think like we talked about earlier I think it was a successful season and I know you you know the future is doesn't include you as a player uh, but I think what you guys left here, not just this year, but even in previous years, what you guys have done to prepare the future of EKU women's basketball is positive. And I really hope to see uh, a better commitment from the community in the coming years as well. And hopefully, you know, great, Coach Todd, he said uh, how much he just loves being back here in Madison County. And I think you can see that. And I think that's an important piece of this puzzle as well and, and what he can bring to the school and, and what they can build off of. And I'm really excited about the players that are left, but we are definitely going to miss cheering on uh, you and Jayla and Ilya as well. Um, but thank you. Thank you for what you've done for the program. And thank you for taking the time to come and chat with us a couple times as well. We really appreciate it. And uh, good luck moving forward. Thank you. I appreciate it and all the opportunities. Yes, ma'am. That was Bria Bass from EKU Women's Basketball. And again, um, you know, thank you, Bria. Thank you for taking the time to come on our program uh, a couple times this season. Uh, thank you for your effort and consistency on the floor as well at EKU. And you will be missed as a player, but hopefully at least for one more year, we'll see you around and excited about what, uh, what can come uh, for Bria Bass and what the future holds for her as well in life. It'll be great to see uh, how she does. 
Our guest interviews are presented by All Around Roofing, and we're going to let you hear a quick word about them and our other sponsors, IPM Pest and Termite. When we come back, we're going to talk a little EKU baseball right after these sponsors. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a veteran-owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today at 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That is 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by IPM Pest and Termites, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. Again, I'm telling you, it's it's bug season. They're coming out of the woodwork. If you live in Central Kentucky, you got to get a hold of IPM Pest and Termite. You will not regret it. I stake my reputation on this company. Uh, so make sure, uh, and, and listen, this is a good reputation I have. So let's uh, let's make sure uh, you reach out to IPM Pest and Termite, myipm.com, and, uh, and see for yourself what I've been telling you is true about this company. EKU Baseball continues a wonderful stretch at 8-5 and five, uh, now with a win over Western Kentucky on Tuesday evening, 6-4. to four. Will Bryan came in. Pitched an inning and an out. Uh, 17 pitches, two strikeouts. He gets the save. Jordan Fox gets the win in one inning pitched uh, in this game. Uh, And Will King becomes the second player who interviewed with the Sports Stove Local Hour to hit a home run following that interview. Now, the interview is not played until now, of course, but we did this interview Monday night and uh, with Will King, the catcher for EKU Baseball. And uh, he goes out Tuesday night, hits a hits a dinger, goes yard, um, and uh, and continues to have a stellar season. By the way, and already surpassing numbers from last all of last season when it comes to his numbers at the plate. So uh, big things ahead for Will King, and I'm excited to bring you our conversation again. We talked Monday evening um, and covered a number of, of different topics. Talked about some of his pitchers. Talked about his career as well and uh, what he's been able to do so far this season. So thanks to All Around Roofing for uh, presenting our guest interviews. And here is our interview with EKU catcher Will King. We're joined now by EKU catcher Will King. Uh, Will, thanks for being with us. We sure appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, Not a problem at all. Right now, you're second on the team in slugging percentage, tied for third in hits, tied for first in RBIs. First and doubles, tied for second in home runs, tied for first in total bases, and your numbers are already above last year and are projected to be way better than last year. You're batting 268, 
two home runs, 12 RBIs. Last year, you had two home runs, 17 RBIs in the whole season. Uh, so what is the the hot start? What is that? Uh, what do you attribute that to? Uh, I mean, really, this summer, I went home and I told myself, you know, to be better this year, I need to put on some weight. I need to get stronger and just keep working at my game. So I went home this summer. I put on around five to ten good pounds, I think, hmm. and just kept working hard. Yeah. So now I'm going to I'm going to take all the credit from you. I was at the game Saturday. You hit two home runs. Um, so obviously it has everything to do with me and nothing to do with you, but <laughs> no, <I was> <laughs> no that was, uh, the whole team was hitting really well against Bowling Green, uh, on the weekend series. You guys swept them as well. Um, you know, again, I, I talked, we talked to, um, Kendall last week, but you guys have a very new roster, a lot of new guys on the team and stuff like that. So how do you feel the team is coming together and, uh, working its way into being at peak form? I mean, as Kendall, I think he said, as soon as we got on campus, we all kind of formed that bond, mm -hmm. which definitely helped. And we all have the same goal, which is to obviously win. And I think just the team chemistry combined with a similar goal of winning really just put us in a good spot. We still work every single day hard to try and achieve that goal. Definitely. And you guys, you know, you're in the A-Sun now, new conference. You're not, you're not too A-Sun play yet, but I would I would assume that you guys are already kind of on heightened alert that the A Sun's going to be tougher than the OVC. I mean, it's it's more of a baseball conference, more you know good weather uh, colleges and stuff like that as well. So uh, when you came into the season, when they when the EKU announced they're transitioning to the A Sun, what do you think that what kind of challenges did that bring to you guys? I think it just pushed us to be better, to work harder, to improve on our game. I mean. I don't think any of us are complaining we're playing better competition. Right. But we could only use it as a way to improve our game and how we play as a team. Uh, you're, of course, you're the catcher. You're a true freshman. You played in 30, I forget now, 30-some games last year uh, or started 30-some games, played in 40 maybe some games. But, uh, um, you know, this is – it's kind of your – you're the guy right there behind the backstop. It's still at a pretty young age to be doing it. Um, how excited are you that – from what I can tell from what Coach Prothrow said, uh, there's just a lot of confidence in you from the coaching staff. Do you feel that, and how does that help you? I mean, the coaches definitely show me love. I work hard, uh, and they obviously see me working hard. And, I mean, me along with the coaches, we all have the same goal of winning. And I think they definitely recruited the right guys, and we all work hard day in and day out to achieve that goal. What's it like playing on that turf? I, I was talking with somebody else about this recently. <clears throat> you guys got the brand new turf. Um, from what I can tell, the only dirt on the field is the is the pitcher's mound. Uh, mm. So what's that like? Do you, do you like it? Um, is it weird? <laughs> I mean, being from New York, I've been around turf since I'm a little kid. Because okay. the weather's not very good up there all the time. So I'm used to playing on turf. Okay. So for you, it's been no big deal. Is it? I mean, it looks it looks spectacular. I would assume it's it's a pretty nice field, correct? Yes, it's awesome. I I asked uh, the AD Roan uh, this weekend while we were there at the baseball game about the scoreboard. He said that's in the process of getting replaced as well, and the stadium will basically be brand new. It'll look, it'll look great all the way around uh, as well. What was the hardest transition for you coming from high school to college last year? 
Um, I mean, the competition definitely got better. But at the end of the day, I'm playing the game I love. I mean, getting used to the college schedule is definitely a little difficult. And being around a brand new group of guys coming in in the middle of the year, not knowing all of them, them being two, three, four, five years older than me. It was challenging at first, but once I got into the swing of things, it's just, it's a game I love to play. And I, I fell in love with the school here, playing baseball here and working hard every day. What, uh, I mean, what ultimately brought you to EKU? What was it? I mean, did you have any ties to Kentucky at all, or uh, is it just how it all worked out? Uh, I guess it's really just how it worked out. I went to high school in Florida, okay. and once COVID hit, we, everything just kind of shut down. And I was thankful enough that Coach Walt reached out to me and said, you know, we want you to come here to EKU and play. And I saw it as my best opportunity. Nice. Uh, I want to talk about some of the pitchers on the team. Uh, obviously, you get a, you have a unique relationship with the pitching staff and things like that. Uh, I'll throw out a couple of names. We're not going to be able to mention all of them. So if they listen, don't get too upset. Like I can't do all of them. But – uh, you got Nico at uh, he's 0.69 ERA and 13 innings pitched. Reese, 26 strikeouts so far this season. Will Bryan has got a lot of preseason attention. Uh, seven strikeouts, three saves, one win, and six games, six innings pitched as well. Um, it seems like the early going of this season, the pitching staff seems to really be hitting stride right now. Yeah, I agree. Is there anybody that uh, you've seen vast improvement? I know most of them are new, so you're just still getting to know them a little yeah. bit. Uh, how hard is that, by the way, to make that adjustment to pitchers? How long does it take you to click with somebody? Uh, I mean, it definitely takes a little bit. You know, catching first, second bullpens with someone is difficult, not knowing how their ball really moves. But we took that time in the fall to work together every day. And, you know, I love our staff. They command the ball well. And, I mean, I enjoy catching every single one of them. Great. Yeah, I we had a – so I talk, I brought my family. I got a wife and two kids, and we finally made it out. I could have gone to the Ohio series, but it was too cold for me. So I watched on TV. <laughs> but we finally got out Saturday for the doubleheader. We had an absolute blast. But Reese was just dealing in that first game uh, through the first, like, what, five innings or so. I don't think – I think he was hitless. And, um, and I mean, he just – he was he was looking just absolutely phenomenal. And then the, the rest of the staff came in and finished off the day and did great as well. And it's exciting to see – uh, where that comes from, but um, you know, you guys, you guys got a pretty busy schedule. Um, things continue to roll. You've got Western Kentucky coming up here pretty soon as well, and uh, a lot of things happen. And so, um, with the switching conferences, does that affect uh, um, rivalries at all? Does it affect? Yeah, you know, like is it is it is there already teams in the A Sun that you guys kind of go? We haven't, we don't know them, but we don't like them. I mean. I wouldn't say there's necessarily any rivalries right now in the A-Song, but there are definitely teams that we have played before, like Jacksonville State. Mm -hmm. And so there are some familiar faces, but I think we we just go into every series thinking that we're going to beat them every game. Yeah. Yeah, and I know it's been fun to watch through the football season. You can already start to see a couple uh, small rivalries forming, basketball the same way, and I'm sure the same will be true with baseball. All right, Will, we're going to end out the uh, interview with a couple non-baseball-related questions for you. Uh, question number one, what's your favorite movie? 
I'm going to have to say the Green Mile. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, you're young for the Green Mile. <laughs> I am, but I fell in love with it the first time I saw it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, your favorite singer or musical artist? Definitely Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. What's your walk-up song? Right now, it is Public Service Announcement, Jay-Z. Okay. <laughs> and my other one is a Frank Sinatra, New York, New York remix. Ah, nice. Nice. Okay. Fun. Yep. Uh, your favorite food? Being from New York, it's got to be pizza. Pizza. Um, your favorite ice cream flavor? Vanilla. Okay. I'm surprised. And all of basketball season, and uh, we didn't do it with the football players, but all basketball season, we had multiple guys and girls say vanilla, and it always surprises me every time. Do you like uh, Do you like Sundays, like putting stuff on the vanilla, or just eating plain vanilla? I just like vanilla straight up, maybe a little bit of whipped cream. Do you have a favorite brand? Like, like for me, Breyers Vanilla is phenomenal. I can't say I have a favorite, a favorite brand. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> uh, let's see here. If you could have dinner with one person, past or present, dead or alive, doesn't matter, who would that one person be? Yogi Berra. Oh, nice one. Yeah, Yogi yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Will, it's a great start to the season. We're looking forward to what's ahead for you. There, You had some preseason hype as well, which is good. Uh, you're getting recognized by more than just the local people, so that's wonderful. And uh, the team is off to a pretty decent start here. Looking forward to what's ahead for you guys uh, in the A-Sun Conference and hoping to get out to a number more games this season. But uh, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us today, and uh, maybe we'll catch up with you later this season. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Will King, uh, catcher for EKU and home run hitter, uh, as uh, especially since he's been on the program. So uh, thank you, Will, for coming on the program. Thank you uh, again to Kevin and Chris, who helped us with these interviews. Sure appreciate you guys and your help. Thank you to the university for their willingness to um, help us out with this as well. Again, we are not associated with EKU, just fan uh, fans and uh, and thankful for um, the network that I'm a part of, Belly Up Sports, for their help as well as uh, getting media credentials and things like that uh, for us too. So um, what a fun baseball team, by the way. Um, the park is beautiful. Like I said, if you can get out there to some games, the Western Kentucky crowd looked pretty decent. A lot of students, they had specials going on for students and faculty. But um, good crowd nonetheless, and uh, you know it's 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 a great way to spend spend a, a, an afternoon slash evening with the family. So uh, definitely encourage you to get out from there as to get out there as well. And EKU baseball now really rolling eight and five on the season, um, and that pitching staff, goodness, when you get some of those pitchers on, they uh, they are looking great here to start this season. We also need to catch up with Coach Prothrow again and and uh, and check in on him so far this season as well, but. I uh, hope that you'll get out and support them as well. Uh, follow us on social media if you don't already do so. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. Um, and uh, we'd love for you to follow us there. We retweet, follow, comment, all that kind of stuff when it comes to EKU Sports. And so we'd love to uh, have you following us there as well. Of course, um, you can catch our other episodes. We do um, non-local episodes. My dad joins me. I've got other guests that join me as well. We talk about just things going around, professional sports, college sports, things like that as well. You can catch those episodes Mondays and Fridays. And, of course, our local hour comes every Wednesday 
uh, all things EKU on the local hour. Thank you to All Around Roofing for their support of this program as all of our guests are presented by All Around Roofing. Again, another locally owned company that uh, does great work that I stand beside and uh, fully endorse them. Uh, they do all kinds of exterior work, not just roofing work, but siding and soffits and windows and all kinds of other things. So make sure you get a hold of All Around Roofing. You can find them on Facebook, All Around Roofing KY. Um, and then, of course, you can call them as well. Uh, then IPM Pest and Termite, our title sponsor. Thank you to them. Again, go visit myipm.com. If you live in central Kentucky, they'll take care of you. and Let them know the sports stove sent you. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Thank you to Bria and Will for coming on as well. Good luck to Kurt, Jamaru, and Reek as they move on to their next adventures. And good luck to Coach Hamilton as he reloads the team. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com.